0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe Know all there is to know From masterpieces To deep fried tacos And if the movie sucks You might hear them say There's no telling Where the guys will take you Get ready for a spoiler Won't say it twice because Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish Studios, located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film, Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, Episode 636, Thunder Farts. <laughs> Which is not a funny joke and is still funnier than anything yeah. you will oh, see man. in Thunder man, Oh, man. <laughs>
2: like, oh, oof. I've never fallen asleep
0: uh, more times in a movie, <laughs> I watched it in in chunks. Like, we watched, like, 15 minutes, and then, like, we took a break and cleaned the house. Oh, you snidered it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I watched this movie in more chunks than, than I watched the Snyder Cut. I <laughs> That was the only way to... That, I mean, palatable. unless you count stopping to pee, that's not the same thing. That's that doesn't not, count. That doesn't count. That's, <laughs> that's a choice my bladder made for me, right? <laughs> yeah. This was just like, that's enough of that. Let's do something to cleanse the palate. I will say yeah. this. It made it... I won't say enjoyable, but it made it more enjoyable, less unenjoyable. Like it was every time we sat back down to watch it, we were just like, I feel a little bit better about the movie knowing that I got to walk away from it for a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's weird. That's how how I felt during uh, Last House on the Left, the original one. (laughs) But it was a this (laughs) movie. It wanted to create that. That's (laughs) That, that's <laughs> true yeah. yeah like that was the goal that's a success for a movie like that <laughs> yeah. this oh might be goodness.
1: the most backhanded compliment for a movie ever like I can like you could probably say that about any terrible movie no matter how bad it is like walking away from it I could stop watching it anytime made it more enjoyable Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just I don't know the glowing review from Tom O'Keefe there's gonna take three <laughs> words gonna, out of that yeah <laughs>
0: like, I will say that like so like there were um there were little throwaway lines in the movie that would occasionally make me laugh. There was one scene that made me laugh, and there was one, and that's scene.
1: a tease for after the intro to the show. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and there's one scene that I thought was I was like, "That's a good scene." And okay, but beyond that, like, it was just it was, it was a dog. Interesting to watch. I,
1: I have one part I like in the entire movie. I didn't yeah. laugh once, but I no. would wonder if you guys could figure out which part I liked, and it may or.
0: May not include any of the main characters. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I honestly, I thought the only good scene was uh, when uh, uh, her and Jason Bateman have dinner. Okay. I thought that was funny. Oh, that's
2: not mine. That I reminded that
1: was... me way too much of that terrible movie they did. Yeah, because it's awful. Yeah. It, I, I, is...
0: Didn't her husband direct that, too? Yes.
1: I don't, mm, I don't know if he did that one, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the one where she was a criminal and identity theft? Yeah, yeah, he didn't he he maybe he wrote it. He didn't direct that. His his first directing credit when I was looking it up was Tammy. Oh, and, that was and, bad. Too. And I I yeah, well all of the all of them and oh, uh, yeah, find out true. if the streak continues.
0: <laughs> it's a mystery. But yeah, I don't think he did that other one, but yeah. Ugh. I again, I will say this. I think he's getting better. I don't think he should be given opportunities at all, but like but they've gotten I think this is of the ones I've seen that he's directed. This is probably the best, which means least worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a it's it's a it's it's a technically fine. I mean, it's movie. it's
0: shot
1: well. There are wide yeah. shots and things where I'm yeah. just like, oh it's wow, this kind of looks like yeah, this kind of looks like a real movie. But I mean, I think that anyone like if you just let any of us direct a movie by our sixth one our sixth one may be better than the first but i'm not sure that you know it doesn't make him scorsese jr or anything no by no
0: (laughs) so uh, i guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves this is joe This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, Before we dig into the movie, well, I guess more, we've already kind of started to dig in the movie. Shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, which is called the League of Show Sharers because we're hoping you'll share an episode. So uh, here are people who were kind enough to share an episode last week. Librarian Cynthia Laura Connolly Quiddick, Lane Levanway, Tammy Sherman Powers, Ralph Tribble, Chris Williams, Gabriel Lugo, Travis Tewitt, Chris Sanders, Chris Valls, Julianne Jordan, Pat Andy, Ron Johnson, our favorite show sharer of the week Brent Smith. Why? Because he's here to share an episode. He he had a a, a heart attack, just holy crap, out of the, out of the blue, and uh, and he's like a, a young dude, like he's a little, uh, younger than I am. So that's young. He said. Well, do you think you guys are right. around? Like
1: Kevin Smith had the same one. He had the Widowmaker. Yeah, just so like Kevin Smith.
0: It's probably something to do. I hope this doesn't have something to do with being a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I certainly hope not. We're all as good as dead. So, but oh. uh, but but anyway. So uh, uh, happy that Brent Smith is still with us and get yeah, soon. well soon. Well done, wondering. bud. Yeah, thanks for pulling through uh and uh chris did he no
1: wait so he did share the show even in recovery yes yes
0: yeah i know right that's okay he must be feeling he must be feeling better if he's wasting time with us well Well, i heard
1: that i heard they had real spoilers going on the operating table so
0: (laughs) kept them kept them uh (laughs) docile i'm like does facebook have an auto share feature that he just forgot to turn off (laughs) i don't
2: know (laughs) We're, look, we've ran, we've run out of anesthesia. What's something that'll put you to sleep? There's this podcast I listen to.
1: That might work. Nurse, hand me my phone. Yes. <laughs> I've got to get it in before
0: Sunday. If I listen to Real Spoilers. I wish I was dead. So, <laughs> yeah. it takes the pressure off of everyone involved.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you're having a bad day, but you could be podcasting. That's yes. right. <laughs> Touche.
0: Okay, where was that? Oh, Chris Magic Man, Heather Sacks. Uh, and then moving over to the Twitterverse, Staged Concept, officially Rory, uh, Josh Dykstra, Collateral Cinema, Suzanne Leist. Least? Least, Those are some new probably. ones. That's great. Yeah. Leist, but not least. Uh, yeah. Uh, Colby Mack, The Movie Journey, Evan McKenzie, The Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, The Binge Movies Podcast, Ronnie Castle, Matt Naglia. Ryan Terry from Forza a Crowd in Session film Invasion of the Remake Mike Mike and Oscar Geek to Me Radio Feel and Film and Ken Holtzhauser which that's a fun name to say and then <laughs> um, he shares uh, a lot of cool art too he's
1: he he draws a lot of um, actors and things from movies oh, and cool, so he shares wow. a lot of art on Twitter so I just I'd notice I appreciate him sharing the show and I whenever I see his stuff
0: on the feed I'm always like that's really cool so check out his art oh awesome and then uh, oh, also don't forget we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash spoilers. We're for five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content and you help us out when a computer shoots craps. And we appreciate it greatly. So uh, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig into thunder farts. Can <laughs> <laughs> this was a thunder farce. I'll this tell you just that.
1: <laughs> s- like these need to stop. OK, I was like, going to ask are you so bad. I've never been a petition.org guy for anything, (laughs) but do you think like having it be illegal for husband and wife duos to direct these movies? Like it's, it's like it's it's not working. It's unbelievable (laughs) that this keeps happening. Like I I think the money's there. I mean, clearly I, I think at least the early stuff, it was like they made a lot of money. And now I think if you want Melissa McCarthy, I'm I think he comes along I with think the package so. like I think so
0: too and, l- and like Oh, and I didn't even think about unless that. Unless it's a high yeah. unless it's a high profile film yeah. like mm-hmm. like a you know a Ghostbusters or uh What was that? What was the one with Sandra Bullock? The Heat. Basically that unless was, it's a Paul Feig yeah. film. There we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's right, fair. Like she's an actor for hire in those big like studio comedies yeah. whatever, but I think anything or other art house. Than that, yeah, or totally, yeah, but I think anything other than that I think I mean and who can blame them right like they're yeah. making millions of dollars melissa right. mccarthy was i mean huge sense was it bridesmaids when she bridesmaids really is like that her comedy? coming out comedy that's what role blew her up yeah. yeah yeah and so she's been on a roll i mean you know they've got to be filthy rich and it's like you know what if he wants to get in directing he was just like a bit actor character actor and stuff and then like you know they're they're this duo and you can't blame them for wanting to cash in on that but the quality of the films all so of her worst movies bad. i mean at least i mean she's done some other bad ones but most of the worst ones are the ones that they team up on and it's no you're
2: right you're absolutely right I, I, so it was tammy and then tammy was his first directing credit now i know he wrote other stuff but I it can was, even I, like i can even forgive the writing part right like because that's a different director like a director can when he's doing
1: both of them is when it's at its worst So this is his second this year. Well, okay. One was technically 2020, but like for the streaming stuff. So it went Tammy, the boss, life of the party, which. Oh, that was, that was bad. Yeah. Those were all bad. We definitely have a life of the party. uh, Do we have a boss episode? I don't think we did the boss. No. Uh, But then uh, last year, 2020 was super intelligence, which was an HBO max exclusive. I didn't see that one, but so one can only imagine. She has to be. Uh, she's the romantic lead. It's her and Bobby Cannavale again. It's like it's like they filmed these things like, okay. hey, we've let's yeah. do this. We've got <laughs> let's do a twofer, you know. Um, I don't so even yeah.
0: remember this movie existing. I've never super intelligence or super intelligence. I've yeah. never heard of this movie until did it. Right did it is it, is it out or was it just filmed in twenty twenty? Yeah, it says I November twenty sixth, twenty twenty. Is okay that yeah.
1: for a release date. I think that just fell into the, like the earl like the HBO Max exclusives. You know, there were a lot when I mean, what was it? Uh Paramount Plus had some exclusives, HBO Max. I think we get so many of these streaming services, yeah. they're launching or rebranding and you know, of course they they pick up stuff, they buy it and you know, is probably another one where HBO was looking for you know, what what would be the movies to draw subscribers? What and did what probably, does Paramount Plus bring to the table? What is Paramount what do you mean? Well like they have a huge content library. Do they really? Paramount yeah. and CBS and Viacom or whatever. Is like that it who? It all is. Oh, is that who it is? CBS. Viacom, Paramount, whatever. I didn't realize realize
2: that they had all of that stuff
1: together. Yeah, I mean, their backlog of stuff, because they have, like, Nickelodeon, MTV, so in this age of nostalgia, they are all over. I mean, that Paramount Plus is great. Is it? I I think HBO Max is the best for, like, really good films and television shows, and also a really good classic library and everything. Yeah. And I think Paramount Plus is number two, because they've got all the stuff that you grew up with. Like, our age, Joe. Sure, sure, sure. Not saying they don't have anything else, but, I mean, especially for the the 90s crowd, like 80s and 90s kids that grew up at the beginning of Nickelodeon uh, and they've got the MTV stuff. I mean, you could sit there and go through backlog of whatever. I mean, and then they also have, of course, you know, they're going to get a lot of the new movies. Um, They made that deal that I think any of the Paramount movies in 2022 starts or maybe it was supposed to be later this year, I think with Mission Impossible, but they're doing the like, what, four weeks in theaters and they go straight to Paramount+. Oh, wow. Okay. For free, so I mean Dang. that's a pretty small window, and they were like big Mission Impossible. Do you guys remember any of the others? Yeah. So uh, what they were
2: def- Top Gun, I guess. Was like like the the top, the top Gun. Top Gun. On, yeah. Yep, exactly. So I mean that's pretty. I signed sweet. up. So I signed up for Peacock because you know He's got cock this in the title. That's, yeah. Exactly. I have to. They've got do
1: They've got a really great backlog. They, they have do the classic. They have Columbo. and I just started watching Columbo. files, and yeah, I'm three episodes into Columbo
2: already. I was like, yeah, this is great. Columbo is so good. It's, like it's still good. It's so good.
0: Yeah, Columbo really holds up. Like if you've never watched Columbo, like that especially like the the original run of shows like so then it comes back as a series of TV movies, you know, in the in the 80s and yeah. runs through like the late 90s and uh maybe even early 2000s because I know the very last um uh Columbo has uh is one of the first works of Jorge Garcia. So um he pops up in there, so it's weird to see weird, you know, Hurley from Lost interacting yeah. with Columbo. But um, <laughs> yeah, no but kidding. and but when it comes back as that, like you'll probably stick it out just because you like Peter Falk and Columbo at that point. But they're right. really just glorified Murder She Wrote episodes. But um, I'm all right with that. But uh, but those Earl, but those that those first like five seasons that originally aired in the '70s are like, yeah, just I lo- I, lo- crazy I love that good.
2: they show you everything up front. Yeah, and then it's Columbo that's got to figure it out. Like what I they used I, to say, it's, love it.
0: It's not a who done it; it's a how done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, it's really like, good. Yeah, it's in. The, it's a it's a clever conceit in that you know you know going in what they did. It's how are they? How is he going to to figure it out? Like what's right, going to be right. what's going to be the weak point of of this guy's scheme or gal scheme <laughs> that's gonna you know tip tip them off yeah it's yeah. really good
2: i will say that they're they're like they so i've watched wrestlemania last night and it was the first oh, WrestleMania time I, was last night the night one and night twos tonight oh wow. uh i will say though like their their live sports streaming is probably the best i've ever seen like nb the the peacock because they'll they'll do soccer and all they've got all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff on there so like live sporting events in 4k streaming live is like there's no lag there's no looks really good it looks really good yes it's good stuff so you can tell
0: how much we don't want to talk about this movie yes because i'll talk talk about columbia the whole episode (laughs) Sure, are many (laughs) films right like they're like they're they are because when that when that show originally aired i think a lot of people probably don't realize this because they're not a hundred years old and they don't really think about shows from the 70s but like it was part of what they called at the time nbc's uh uh, mystery wheel I think is what it was called or murder yeah. mystery wheel and like every Sunday and then maybe it shifted to Mondays but like basically they would wrote they had ongoing s- uh, series is but it would um it would rotate through them so like the first week of the month would be Columbo and then the next week of the month would be McLeod um, and then the next month would be something else or the next week would be something else And so they could make these Columbo episodes really good because they didn't have to make one a week. And that's also why they're longer. Like, some are, like, 75 minutes. Some are, like, 95 minutes. Like, the the run times on these shows are all over the place. But it's because they were designed to be, like, a movie of the week. And so they could really take time and craft them, not just from a story standpoint, but from, like, a look and feel standpoint. And they were making movies. And they only had to make 12 or 13 of them, which is you know, today, unheard of, almost standard, but back then, but that was how they got around it. It was like, right. Oh, well the show is every week you get a different murder mystery, but you will follow different characters, but that's not brilliant really
2: move for network TV in the seventies.
0: Totally. It really was. And so, um, uh, so it was, yeah, the is was a real deal, man. Didn't uh
1: house take that, that format kind of like with house, the show of uh, the, yeah, the Hugh Laurie show, they would start off with the person kind of like having you know like a, a cold open where they would have their uh, um their issue whatever
0: house was going to try to figure out i mean he's kind of columboing the medical house. thing oh really i've yeah. never seen house either but from what i've heard it sounds like a mixture of that and Sherlock Holmes, right? Like okay. House. Like oh house, sure, House Holmes, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: oh no, definitely. But I think the like the cold open with the person so basically what happens is every episode of House, it will go to the patient and they'll be doing just their regular life or whatever their situation they're in. And then they'll have you know, they'll pass out or they'll have some whatever medical issue, and then they go to house and the crew and they're trying to figure it out, like yeah. Columbo trying to solve the mystery. Gotcha. So I think that has to be an homage to For sure. that yeah. format. And I always really liked House growing up. I, I don't know if
0: I ever People loved it, but it. I just it never. never was a good show never watched yeah. it i i actually have it on voodoo because it was like on sale one day for like 20 bucks and i was like okay oh, yeah. i'll watch it i'll one get around day. to it before it yeah. goes
1: from this streaming service to that streaming <laughs> right. service like to pull from this one and yeah i just know if it, it. If, a, if a tv show if it's one that you know is good or if it's more than four or five seasons and it's like twenty dollars or under totally just snag that thing because totally. that's such a good like the office goes on sale for 30 bucks to own it forever. And then you don't have to be one of those people. Like before it went back to Peacock, They was like, Oh my God, it's leaving Netflix. Like $30 own it. Yeah. Joe, Joe was having a similar discussion online with Dan friend of the show, um, about, uh, owning (sighs) physical media and stuff. But I, I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree like the, I mean, there's still a great way for people to discover things because so many people have Netflix, but right. I would say like, you know, Saving Private Ryan last week, open on Netflix. That's awesome, especially for people that have never seen it. Check it out. And then if you think it's a great film and you would want to watch it again, and then it's like, go go buy it. And then you don't have to worry about it leaving. You know, it's a and good... Yeah,
2: I guess I just, I, I struggle with the, you uh, like I said in the in those posts, is like you are then beholden to the corporate moguls about what you can't, what is available and what isn't available uh, so, you know, and and I that's see what you I pay s-
1: seven bucks a month for and then you own movies that you want to keep. I mean, that's it's a great exa- way. That's my a- philosophy is. Yeah. And,
2: I, and I guess I feel like if you're going to much like the voodoo and Amazon, if you buy them like those could go away. OK, right? but for, they never. Have they, I'm not saying they will. I'm I not know. saying they will You're just starting just to saying... sound like one of those people is just like,
1: oh, my God, they'll take my movies.
0: And I'm like, it's like, OK, Tom I'm the opposite. I of... I'm, I'm like the <laughs> it, it, the movie version here's... of a gun nut. Like, don't so yeah, take my movies. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing that gives me peace with that. Well, because the one I don't think it's going to in Voodoo has enough traction. That it's that's not the Walmart go one right. So it was. It, well, it was. Now it's owned by Fandango okay. is that someone else will buy it. Right. Like there's right. enough people on there that they're going to want that that data and that audience. But here's the thing. Oh, it could go away. Oh, could it? Well, that's a good point. I guess I better stockpile all these VHS tapes because media (laughs) might go away. Like, I mean, they've shit-canned entire like delivery devices for yeah, these you're right. things you're right. right and yeah. and now it's like now and then they did it to dvd players and then and then and then blu-ray went to 4k and yeah you can still play a dvd or you can still play a but for how long right sure. you're sure. still well, at their mercy Well, and, get
1: this i mean not one like what you said about physical stuff you get one little scratch or like you get a hair or dust on your dvd and you play it and then it scratches yeah. your lens and all that Right. but Look at this. Tom knows this one because I've talked to him many times about it. Simpsons VHSs and Simpsons DVDs. I started collecting back when I was a kid, you know, growing up. I had all the Simpsons VHSs and I got all the volumes and special ones or whatever. Then they stopped putting them out. Then I got the DVDs, right? Oh, we're going to release every season of The Simpsons ever. One, two, three, How four, five, they get? six. They got to like nine, well, I think. The, no, the first time they got to like season 13 or something, okay. and then they stopped, and then they came back out and they said, Oh, we're gonna put these on Blu ray, okay? And then they and then they like started the Blu ray with the first season HD, so then they skipped to 20 or whatever, right? Then they started releasing them again from the back end, like you know, <laughs> they did 20, then they did like, Oh, we got 11, 12, then they stopped after they put them on Blu ray, they started doing the new ones all on Blu ray and remastered, yeah? Then they're like, Okay. We'll give you a DVD for season nineteen. <laughs> that's and then, so. so that, it's like and now it's like, all now it's all streaming on Disney Plus, right? And now they don't put physical ones out anymore. So it's right. like it, you get so screwed over as a collector because those things were forty or fifty bucks a pop new sure, on sure. sale or whatnot. I got the whatnot. first
2: four seasons on DVD.
1: Yeah, and you get them all, and you're collecting them, and then they just decide to stop. But well, what does that do for your collection? Then is you that know one
0: with Michael Jackson worth money now? Because you can't stream oh, it. I oh, wonder if it is. Is. that's interesting. It it must be. It has yeah. to be. And that, that's and that's another reason to to buy the streaming instead of just let, relying on the streaming service is that, like, you know, not to be like, oh, I got to make sure I have all my blackface episodes. But like <laughs> but you never as a collector, you want everything right. You and, want them in their entirety. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. like, you know, is so it's like it, it sucks to, to like that. Michael Jackson episode as much as I hate. That's it's a, a good episode of The Simpsons.
1: It's a and, great episode. But the thing with the Michael Jackson stuff, which, I mean, after I saw that documentary, I just it's, he totally skews me out from, from that. But he didn't really ever get... Can't, like, radio stations still play his music and stuff. So yeah, I'm it's surprised a, it's The a Simpsons weird. went as far as to... Because like, there was no nothing really came out of it other than the bad publicity but there wasn't any other legal action i don't think that ever came Well from i mean it. he
0: was dead when the do- documentary came out Yeah that, came that out.
1: documentary came out after he died Totally no 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 i know but like uh you know how like the estate can pay people later or whatever i just oh, I, don't, I, see. I don't think anything besides from the public just the terrible stories yeah. and everything which were just totally gross but um, but again radio stations still plays music i hear it when i if, like, if i am out in public in a store and they're playing it overhead so i'm surprised that the Simpsons And I mean, I guess because it's Disney or whatever, but I'm surprised that they went as far as to cancel that episode because I have been, you know, usually
2: around this time of the year, I like to go back and watch old WrestleManias, right? Like I'm an Mm -hmm. 80s kid. So I watch the WrestleManias from the 80s. And when I, you know, as a teenager. So, I'm watching them on Peacock because the WWE network has been completely shut down and shit canned. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist anymore. It's all moved over to Peacock. That's a great Um, deal for you, right? That's awesome. It's honestly, it is. Like, it's fine. You pay the Uh, same amount and get the Peacock stuff? Yes. I mean, that's a way better deal. Yeah. It's a way better deal. Yeah. Um, But there have, you know, WWE uh, has some problems every once in a while where they do some things that aren't okay. So, I'm watching WrestleMania 7, I think, or 8. And one of the one of the matches in that is Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown. Roddy Piper comes out in half blackface. Don't Oof, know why. Oh, what? Yeah, yes, he is. He's doing like a Scotsman gimmick, right? Like because he's Scottish. So initially, you're like, oh, he's just painting his face. You know, when you're watching, that it was it, like Braveheart
1: or something. That's a
2: kind of what it is, right? But when you look at it in 2021 eyes, it's yeah. like, oh. He's in blackface halfway. Like it's and this. That's so NBC, so weird that why, <laughs> NBC is starting to scrub the WWE product and taking things out that. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I, I mean, I get it. But I also would like to see. And the match isn't great. Right.
1: Like it's not a great match, but it's also. But it's part of history. You're just it's saying. Part of a, this event. Right. As a fan and, and collector, if they pull that stuff and you don't own it on physical, right. it's like, how can you be a collector if you don't have all the you know right. all of it like for historical for you know you just want to have that record exactly exactly so this movie sucks oh yeah this movie's awful
2: this, this is, is terrible is so okay so, so wait what was your kevin what was your favorite part oh so there was a part that made you
1: laugh uh the andrews stuff it didn't make me oh, laugh. okay it didn't make me laugh but i like i like i like that kind of that's my brand of humor that's just like re- totally random and The fact that there's this henchman, like <laughs> Bobby Cannavale like killing all the really good henchmen, and they're left with Andrew, and he's like, "Well, my mother calls me Andy, but you can call <laughs> me like for business okay. purposes." Like that's that's just a f- funny a the funny first, joke. The first time, yes, I did
2: enjoy that. He's like, "Oh, did I? Where's Ken?" He's like, "You you killed him." He's like, "Oh, uh, there, what's that?" Other there are name?
0: little moments in this I, movie, and that's what I was getting. There are little throwaway lines that I really think that the actors just kind of came up with in the moment. Yeah, like, yeah. just kind of riffing. But then there are moments that are just absolutely cringe-inducing, like when she spends like four minutes doubling down on her Urkel impersonation. Yeah. That, I, oh, my. I could not like, believe
1: that went as long as it did. And as a huge Family Matters fan, I was a fan. Are you really? I love Family Matters. Oh, yeah. Interesting.
2: I thought the, the scene that made me laugh, well, laugh, giggle, like change the... change the, the Shortle? Crack yes. a smile briefly. Yeah yeah right Crap is, the, your is, pants. The, is the milk yeah is the milk scene like where she was oh. eating cereal like for that one yeah. little bit i, made me laugh I, I cannot that was
1: stand it. that style of, of comedy that humor that that uh, i mean when i was a kid and you know there were the great comedians like chris farley that would pull the you know that kind of slapstick off for the early jim carrey stuff oh i don't I, really think it's slapstick it's her eating like
2: it, it, eating eating cereal and then having like expired milk, just the and okay, there's no there's but, no vomit or anything. Like just her facial reaction was like, nope. That's okay, gross.
1: but but the way that she plays, oh oh my god, oh, you know, like it's it's that style of like that it's really so like over the top. yeah. And yeah. and so there, I mean, I used to like that stuff from just the the great comedians that would do right. that, and I cannot stand her I mean that's my been my problem with Melissa McCarthy the whole time right like the stuff that I don't like is her doing that because that was her brand kind of thing Um, the heat was is still I think I mean spy when I finally saw is pretty good but the heat was the best example I thought uh, or my best role of hers that was in the comedy type of stuff I mean bridesmaids I guess was fine but she was such a small part of that I think you're right is heat is the best but as a lead character right like bridesmaids she was funny in those little moments but like the heat to Me, and maybe a lot of that's because of Sandra Bullock playing this straight man, right? Like, I really like her kind of reactions to things, and so I thought that was really funny. But, um, Melissa McCarthy, when she does like her good, like, legit dramatic roles, like, uh, Can You Forgive Me? I mean, I that movie was excellent, and She can act is the thing. She can act, but you know she makes money from these comedies, and so most of the stuff to me just, you know, every time she's on screen, it's just it's cringeworthy. That kind of comedy of her being a, a buffoon just doesn't do it. Yeah, it's, uh... and the writing's not good. I don't think that's. I I guess that's the thing, right? Like that's written and directed. All their movies that he writes and directs are are awful. Yeah, they're not good.
0: They're not good. I feel like the. When I said that this is, like, the quote-unquote best of his movies, I feel like some of the reason for that is he let the actors play with it. Like, I, I feel like a lot of the funny oh, moments... You can't do that nowadays. I mean, he's married <laughs> to one, but... I, I think a lot of the funny moments are, are literally just kind of people, like, riffing in the moment. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't think well, they were on We've got funny people... You've got. Yeah. I mean,
1: this this cast, which like, it, it it just shocks me when you see someone like Jason Bateman, who's had such a resurgence with his directing and his acting recently. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's just he's on fire, and I know that he did that movie. The what was it called? The you told me earlier, the license to be an idiot. What was it? Identity thief. Yeah. Oh, I License yeah. to Be an Idiot. You know, idiot. they did that movie together, so clearly they have a relationship. and, and uh,
2: they We should trademark that next, that title. Like, that's our title, License to Be an Idiot, the real spoilers pod, the real spoilers movie.
0: You know, you've got Octavia Spencer, Jason I, I Bateman. I think Bateman must have a relationship with Ben Falcone, too. Because oh, like, you think so? Well, because ba- Bateman directed that movie Bad Words, and Ben Falcone is in that movie. And okay. so oh. I, I think, like, he's got some sort of relationship with the two of them. You know what I mean? Like a, he's friends with both of them,
1: totally. And then you've got Bobby Cannavale, who's been, who's had his own little resurgence, but clearly he was in Not that. Not the guy from the Longest Yard. Oh, does he? Bernal's? Yeah, I can look yeah. at that guy from the long, no, like totally the quarterback from the Longest Yard. Yeah. Who I
2: thought that's who it was.
1: They no, I I get those <laughs> actors mixed up all the time too. Totally. Um, but so you've got um, you've got him. You've got Pom Clementov, which is she's in, uh, Mantis and the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh yeah, okay. And she was in what was she was in Pitch thing? Perfect, wasn't she? Oh, was she? I can't remember. I think she's the she, one with like the tiny voice. Maybe I, I don't remember, but she, I know that she was in another kind of thing. I think big you're thinking of Police Academy. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, it's Hicks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is she Michael Winslow? <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then, uh, Melissa Leo is in this, and, and so who just, was Melissa Leo in this? The the um, who'd she kept calling her? The actor. Um, Jody oh, Foster. oh, 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 okay. Yeah, Jodie yeah, Foster. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. So, I mean, you've got decent actors, but I think that's the thing is, like, you get a paycheck. These Melissa McCarthy movies, I mean, clearly Netflix picked... I'm guessing Netflix picked this up. HBO Max picked up the other one, but yeah. uh,
0: with Melissa McCarthy and Bobby Cannavale. So, and I from mean, Bateman's standpoint, it's probably three weeks of work, and he walks away that, with a million and a half dollars in his pocket or something. Yeah, you can totally. go put that in the Ozark or something. And he is the highlight of the film. <laughs> that's
2: the thing, is, like, when he shows up, you're just like, okay... Like, he's, he's so good that you can just kind of, like, all right, you've got, cl- you know, crab hands.
1: That's the thing. That's the surprising thing, right? So, like like I said, J- Bateman is on a roll, and he is so good. And then he shows up in this, and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, I get it. I know he gets paid and all that,
0: but he's on. Think, but he's on from Bateman's up- standpoint, Bateman is a working actor, right? Like, he's yeah. a guy who likes to work. he's a, he, I think he also, because he's been doing it for so long, you know, he's, I mean, he's my age, right? He's fifty 152 probably and he's been doing it for 40 plus years easily and yeah yeah. true and i think that like he's he's seen the the ups and downs and i think he's just like i'm gonna work when there's work there and sometimes the work will be be will end up being really good and sometimes it won't and but i'm gonna work i mean you know i mean he started on silver spoons i mean he was on stuff before that i'm sure but like the hogan i remember him on the hogan wasn't he teen wolf too Teen Wolf 2. Yep. Teen Wolf yeah. 2. Like I mean, you know what I mean, he's always been yeah. been that guy who he does good work but like you know, he he never and he never really quite got to like A-lister, which is a shame because I think Jason Bateman is great. Like this yeah. is not a it's just the the quirks and vagaries of the marketplace. But um but like I mean, I remember w- watching Jason Bateman when I was like ten or eleven years old on Silver Spoons and being sure. like he was the best part of that show. And then they pulled him and uh after season one and he was great because he was like He was kicking the shit out of Ricky Schroeder. He was like the Smarmy best friend who would yeah. always get him in trouble. And to see a kid that age playing Smarmy was just yeah. like <laughs> I mean, you hadn't seen it since Eddie Haskell. Right. right. And yeah. right and then they give him his own show, which was great, but it didn't click and and uh and then he kind of bounced around and he ended up on Hogan's family and like sometimes he... One he of the s- scariest episodes of TV I've ever seen in my life.
2: Like What's that, to this day, there's a there's a Halloween episode right? on the Hogan's family that was absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I don't... Remember, I didn't... I probably was watched like four a, episodes. I'm, I'm trying to life. think. It, it was a Halloween episode and I think like the, it was... Like the, the brothers were have were Like each little... They had like a 15 minutes or 10 minutes segment where the brothers were having nightmares. Yeah. And one of them... One of the brothers has like a zombie nightmare, so everything's going fine. And then for I, the, the scene that I remember is like Jason Bateman's character is looking in the fridge, but you can't see. Like you can see his back, but you can't see his face. Right. And he stands up, and he's got like this horrific zombie makeup. <laughs> and then like that's how that that's how that clip ends. Hmm. But I'll like it was. Ter- like spoilers a for the Halloween episode
1: of Hogan of family. the Hogan's
0: family from about <laughs> thirty years ago, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, if you can find that episode, like it's horrifying. Gotcha. But like, and if you can find episodes, and some of them might be on YouTube of a show called It's Your Move. Was that was, the one that he spun off of? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a spinoff. It's, well, they sure, just sure. He was getting heat, and so they gave him his own show. And uh, but it was like he he's playing essentially a version of the character he was playing. Yeah on silver spoons and he's like a con man but in high school and, and rapturing high
1: school grifter matt burton may finally have met his match when his widowed mother begins dating their new apartment building neighbor norman who's
0: wise to matt schemes oh my oh. god it was such a good show especially for the time like there was n- nothing like that on television huh. at the time it was we'll like a out. tone and attitude and it's never been released on dvd or vhs the imdb
1: picture for it, you know they usually have a poster and some like high quality stills yeah it's like a photograph
0: of a (laughs) like a promotional black and white picture yeah i'm thinking this thing is going to be hard to find it's super (laughs) hard to find like and and you won't find any official it's all just people who happen to tape vhs vhs a million years ago but they're out there because people love that show oh my god it was so good but anyway did he
2: kind of disappear for a while and was it horrible bosses like kind of his re coming out, I think as it was Arrested like Development. Oh, you're right. You're like, totally right. You know, yes, I mean, yes, he yes. was kicking
0: around and he was working, but he was always kind of playing. Like then he kind of went from being nice guy to playing like smarmy boss. He, and then, yeah, right, yeah. And then you're ar- totally right. And then Arrested Development kind of they kind of merge those two characters. You know what yeah. I mean? That it's like he could be a little smarmy, but he was basically the nice guy. But he probably right. only seemed like the nice guy because he was surrounded by such Well, yeah, he was stuck people.
1: in a <laughs> terrible family, right? Yeah. I, so I didn't like Jason Bateman. and It hadn't, didn't have to do with him being a bagged actor, but he would always play that D-bag type of character. Yeah. Yes. Like he would just – he irritated me. And then when I saw Rest of Development is when I loved him because, I mean, that show is so good, so funny. And the Michael character is is stuck in this family that is just like, it's just horrific no what he has to deal with. <laughs> so, you know, it's the thing is like his roles, he's really, really good. And that's why I didn't like him because he was so good at those roles of the smarmy guy. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that that performance or that role turned it around for me. And I think he's been great in so many things, but his directing efforts have been really strong, right? So he did the, what was it called? The Outsider on HBO. He is directed that? that? Yeah. Well, he, That's, a, that's uh, an underrated show. He was in the first two episodes Episodes, but then he also directed those episodes. I don't. Maybe he didn't create it, but he. No, had it's a hand. yeah, it's a, it's a it's a Stephen King book, but that but was he, a. De- he adapted or something but and it was okay. it,
0: pretty faithful to the book too yes I guess. it
1: was yeah but but he uh, di- I know he directed that first the pilot episode or whatever you want to call it, the first episode and then was in it of course for a couple and uh, and then Ozark I mean he directs a lot of those episodes as well so it, it,
0: I will also say that uh, I thought his movie bad words was pretty good I think those, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the it didn't quite stick the landing on the ending and like the kind of humor it was trying to do but like yeah but it, but I enjoyed it and I uh, um, but I also thought he was perfectly cast in The Outsider because mm-hmm. he plays this guy who's accused of being like a childful, child awful, awful human rapist being. slash yeah. murderer. And like it, 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 it really played off of his on screen per- persona mm-hmm. perfectly because sometimes he plays a smarmy douchebag and sometimes he plays a really nice guy. And like you're watching this and you're like, Jesus I, I don't know, know which which <laughs> Jason Bateman I got here you know what I mean yeah. and it's like and so like you it really added to the uh to just the mystery of like did this guy do it or did he not do it? Right, because, right. Because Jason Bateman does both, right? Like he yeah. plays both kinds of characters. So that, that was a great a, show. And like, that, oh yeah. And and his,
1: I mean, he directed that episode, the first one, when they like go get him from the baseball field and yeah. everything. And like that is so good, the way that he plays it, because you don't know, right? Like he seems like such a nice guy, and he's like, oh, we'll figure this out. And he's like, what are you doing, whatever your name is, police person that I know in this small <laughs> town, and you know, what I mean, like he just plays it to a way where you're not like, oh yeah, he did it, because you're like. I like, right. I don't know he seems nice and then you believe him but you're also just like I don't know and yeah that was a great show. Yeah that's, that's a good show. It's a good and, book too. If you ever get the the yeah, hour okay. today. it's a, it's a good book. Cool. Did you ever see the change up?
2: Like it, it's there's a sometimes when like <laughs> Change up was horrible. Oh, see I like the change Ryan up Ronald. but I like them together. Like they yeah. they worked together cuz they both kind of have that same quality that I same like both of, smarmy of them but... douchebag that you still like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I mean, but then, I li- like, yeah, I like them together. Okay. I like the changeup. I like, it's not they good. Peed in the Don't fountain, get me wrong. And then yeah. they switch bodies, switch bodies
1: <laughs> like it's a, it's a dumb concept, but I thought it was bad when I saw it. I'd be willing to give it another chance. I do like, look, it's them, not but... good. I'm oh, not saying okay. I just enjoy them. <laughs> like I enjoy them on screen together and the way they play that. I see. Okay. And it's got
2: uh Leslie Mann And uh, what's her name? Uh, olivia wilde
1: oh, okay what so i what mean I what think? comedy at that point in time didn't have leslie mann in it that's a good point that's <laughs> fair <laughs> or jason bateman i mean she was huge from you know apatow putting her in her and all that stuff and then you know she was in a lot of comedies around yeah she was all over the place she was yeah. great
2: uh I, yeah the, the premise of this movie is pretty stupid uh they're octavia spencer and melissa mccarthy are uh childhood friends melissa mccarthy's character is kind of a loser not kind of she's a
1: loser does it get any more cliches in the start of this movie? No. I mean, no. how could he not have dug into any creativity? Hi, I'm the smart kid. Oh, I'm the troublemaker kid. Let's be friends.
0: Okay. You're, yeah, it, it's, it's like this was... I mean, this plays like someone read a book about how to write a screenplay like it just yeah, it was <laughs> and, and so... then followed the beats slavishly yeah it know? was it yeah. could not
1: have gotten more paint by numbers by this uncreative unimaginative we've seen it a million times type of childhood friendship thing and then yeah fast forward to the future and it's like yeah uh octavia spencer is a scientist and she's following her parents footsteps most mccarthy so say that
2: there's like stupid super powered beings in chicago and there's no heroes to stop. I'm fine them. with
1: that concept. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. There, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting concept, right? To have like this is a superhero movie, but without being based on a comic book, and right. and this is a world that's like it's Chicago, it's a real city, and and it's what if there were. Metahumans, let's call them, because I don't like whatever the hell they call them in this miscreants. Miscreants. Like, mis- like what the, what are you doing? Like, what okay. kind of stupid
2: word is that? Like that's that? a Here's real the thing.
1: That's already a real word, so why are they <laughs> called mis... I, don't know. I think
0: <laughs> I think they like because the current- it was like all the all the people with superpowers that like the super whatever caused the superpowers, it only affected people yeah. who who had sociopathic tendencies. So gotcha. anyone with superpowers was automatically a bad person a bag oh like, I just like didn't that's, like the miscreant that's yeah. just, that here's was here's the
2: thing is I do think that in the current uh, Hollywood studio system I think that there is a place for a superhero comedy right sure. like Hancock I think is a really good example I, think I just saw that movie.
1: last year for the first time it's a fantastic that was really movie. good it's yeah. really good
2: yeah um, great premise. so I think that there is a world that can exist like there's a there's a there's a superhero comedy movie that can exist and I think mm-hmm. it's kind of missing, right? Like the Marvel stuff has. I was like, Harmony thrown, in them. that's They're the problem. thrown Like,
0: I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ant Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, those are legit funny movies. That's fair. Shazam. That's totally fair. Legit Shazam, is also... but not Marvel, but yeah.
1: Well, right. That's what I'm saying. So, de- I mean, they're they're out there, and. I think the and I know that you're talking about a little bit different genre, but I think like the boys that is a very funny show for being a dark with subject matter. It's yeah. a dark comedy, right? But that is a, that is a hilarious movie with how insane the characters are and everything. So that's where I think a lot of the comedy has lent itself so far as to like the boys and what was the other? Show? I mean, even like the Umbrella Academy um, on Netflix, where you yeah. get the humor, you know, injected into these moments that are just disastrous or the people sure, are terrible sure. but it's so like all you can do is laugh because of how insane it is i think
2: falcon and winter soldier has that a little bit like the 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 banter between mm. sam and and uh bucky i haven't I watched big, it since the pilot is it good i like it a lot i but just I mean, like if you're in so like if you like the like his world like captain mm. america's world uh i think you'll like it if you like don't care about those side characters because it's sharon and sam and bucky yeah. and zemo and uh zemo is so one I, of
1: my favorite marvel villains and then i I, it, I do suggest you watch this show because okay I he think,
2: steals every scene that he's i in.
1: bet uh, he, for daniel brule uh, uh, daniel brule right Brühl. Is that the, Brühl. yeah yeah um he he is great he's a great actor and i i think he's one of the best mcu villains because he was one of the first ones um well, I mean, and whose like, motives made sense? Well, yeah, and and who subverted the expectations of the big beam in the sky showdown type of thing? Sure, sure. Uh, it was him, and then uh, Doctor Strange having that Dormammu be the villain and you know totally weird and different the showdown wasn't a big beam of light in the sky that's when they really started changing it but with baron zemo you actually relate to him and his motives and Mm -hmm. and he got them he was smart enough he used his intelligence to pit them against each other as opposed to him trying to take on superheroes or let's get a big mech or let's get (laughs) get superpowers you know what i mean and so yeah, i i do think if you if you like his world uh i i like it a lot but i i like those characters a lot well, that so, mo- so what that show is, is I mean, I know that I'm late to this discussion since I really haven't watched it, but um, from watching the first episode, that is a PSA on not everyone can pull off a superhero helmet slash mask. Oh, Wyatt Russell with, looks terrible in that Okay, so it, it looks helmet. better. Okay. It, he, it, but I mean... But but just yeah, that's Chris the... That's, Evans, <laughs> Chris Evans is so good looking and has like the facial structure and everything that he can pull that helmet mask off. And then you see yeah. Wyatt Russell... Who I mean, okay, he looks kind of like Kurt Russell. He's not. I don't think he's looks just like Kurt Russell, but you know he has kind of. that He has look. moments. He has he's moments not, where he looks he, just you like. Know, him. He's not a bad looking dude, but in that helmet, that looked like uh, people did a meme where uh, Carl Fredricksen from yes. Up was in the helmet. Like <laughs> he looked so bad in it, where you're like. So I, no, I have watch not watched the show,
0: a... but I've seen the screenshots. So yeah. I honestly, I I say this not knowing. That wasn't a joke like I thought no, no it, that's what no. I'm saying it like, was I, I honestly ju- thought part <laughs> of the plot of the show was like that was like the new Captain America looked like an idiot and like that was kind and that they put him in this thing to make him look like an idiot like that was a plot point like having not watched one second of this show.
2: So here's the, the John Walker this oh man. Thank God we have stuff to talk about besides this piece of movie. John Walker uh, was the substitute Captain America in the comic books and he was constantly trying to live up to the the hype of steve rogers right. you just can't do it you can't do it right right uh so in this show his suit looks very similar to steve rogers with a little bit of differences right like it's not exactly the steve rogers costume but it's pretty close mm. uh and in the show john walker is the same deal where he is constantly under fire for not being steve rogers he's on paul so k- kind of yes uh so his character is constantly struggling with not being able to live up to those standards. So like the idea that his costume looks kind of goofy and doesn't meet the standards of Steve Rogers, yeah. like kind of adds another level, another
1: layer to that idea that he cannot compete with Steve Rogers. But when that, when that episode one ends, you're supposed to be like, Oh my God, who is that? But instead you're like, that looks ridiculous like it wasn't it's, it was a not joke. a good
2: shot but like as you go further into the series you're like oh okay like it looks yeah. good like i think that i've always been a big fan of the john walker was us agent I would say that was that
0: usa agent he's us oh, okay. agent yeah um there's a really good, good I, version I have that, of that first, first costume. appearance so i'm
2: yes you do and they are i'm glad. skyrocketing yeah
0: Right yeah. on, because because ca- Captain America books from that era <laughs> were like quarter bin fodder. Like, yep, that's how I got it, mine. It, it, like nobody cared about <laughs> that era. They're they're America mining before. a lot of good stuff. Like yeah. uh, they have got. Uh,
2: I do recommend. I just finished reading John Byrne's Avengers West Coast, and there's a lot of Wanda Vision
1: uh, taken yeah. from that stuff. It's, but you and know, it's really that's good. That's the thing, though, is like is as much as I like the MCU and it's fine, it was getting a little repetitive, but like, I like a lot of the different stuff they've put out, like when they've changed it up a bit, like, like their latter stuff. I like, like the guardians movies and Ant-Man and the Wasp and all that. Um, you know, and, and end game was excellent and infinity war. Oh yeah. But, um, I really like it when they do stuff that's different. And so WandaVision had me week to week, had me talking about it online, looking at theories. I watched the first episode of Falcon and winter soldier the action was fine, but I just it didn't hook me like Wandavision did. You know what I mean? It, it's no, like, I get that. I think, I, think it, I don't think you're wrong. It appeased the fans that wanted the traditional MCU stuff. Where I'm more like, no, give me the weird stuff because I've got a lot of the traditional. If that makes sense. And so this I'm, is this is yeah. It, I'll it watch definitely it. Gr- it just didn't make me go like, oh my god, week to week, like what's gonna happen? I'm just kind of like, well, maybe I'll watch it all at once or something.
2: This is definitely grounded in that Captain America Civil War. Uh, well, not Civil War, but The Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. like Captain America and The Winter Soldier, yeah. like that movie, that is where this movie, this show lives, is in that version of of that world. So, I mean, you've got yeah. Sharon Carter and you've got the Wakandans are now starting to show up oh, because nice. cause Zemo, right, yeah. killed T- T'Chaka. Uh, so you've got all Shaka of these different, Khan. like, Shaka don't Khan. start. <laughs> uh, so you've got all these different elements from Winter Soldier mm-hmm. starting to like bleed into um this show. And it's I, I like it a lot. But again, this is I think Winter Soldier's the best they ever did.
1: So Winter Soldier's great. That that yeah. was for a long time I was thinking that was one of the best Marvel films. But I, Endgame Infinity War and Endgame, those movies are really good. Totally like I, 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 r- on their own yeah. merit, not just because of the culmination. They're impossible feats that are mind boggling. They pulled it off. But also like the films are really technically and just they're are yeah.
2: enjoyable movies, yeah. But just just make sure the Russo brothers don't do anything else by themselves. Oh, make sure. They're so Feige to rein them in. Speaking so, of
0: unenjoyable movies, <laughs> yeah, right. Yes.
2: Yeah, so like basically, that Melissa Ms. Le- Ms. McCarthy screws up, uh, and she gets accidentally injected with the super soldier serum and she becomes a superhero. So this is again out.
1: the most unimaginative like origin story where Octavia Spencer's parents were killed by a bad by a miscreant so she right. wants to develop powers for good people to get them and she wants to inject herself with them and then take on the bad guys to kind of avenge her parents who were also scientists that were working on research like this so sure yeah so but i mean it's still like they killed my parents now i will avenge them i mean come on that's the most oh batman superhero 101 yeah (laughs) yeah and (laughs) it's just ridiculous because she accidentally gets the the strength and honestly
0: none of that would matter if it were funnier like right that's the whole you're totally right yeah yeah because nobody comes to this movie expecting a brilliant take on the superhero genre Right. Like, no, it's like so. It, so, yeah. Lay it out in broad points and make it be make the plot lazy. Like, that's fine. It's but it's like but then it needs to be funnier. Right. And, that's exactly right. And it just it it never. It's not. Not the only is it not, not funny, funnier. It's not funny. No, oh, yeah. the, I mean, the script... We haven't even gotten to the first level of funny. Yeah. The script To is, get to
1: funnier. It's so lazy. And again, this is Ben Falcone writing and directing. It's so lazy. The jokes are not funny. And and No, I don't, nothing I, hits. I think slap, like I said, except for the couple scenes that we talked about, At The best parts hits. of the movie are like are Jason Bateman and that random stuff with Bobby. And I like Bobby Cannavale a lot. I don't really like him in this. I don't think... I don't think he brought a lot to this type of a, a bad superhero role, you know, the like the obvious, like I'm a politician and I'm <laughs> yeah. secretly a bad superhero like again, how how many times have we seen that kind of thing? Like that's yeah, like surprise, X- I'm the bad guy. X Men, right? Like, the politician. Are we that surprised? was surprised? Like the Oh
2: yeah, it was uh oh man, what is that name?
1: I'm a bad guy politician and now I've got yeah bad powers. Oh, dang. Guyrich? Is it Henry Guyrich? I can't think of it. it Sounds familiar. But anyway, uh, so so they team up, and and Melissa McCarthy takes the first dose, accidentally gets the super strength. Octavia Spencer then has the invisibility one that she's working on, and they end up teaming up with their newfound powers to take on the bad guys. Who really is? It's Bobby Cannavale, basically, as a politician running for mayor, and he secretly has these superpowers. He says, "I'm going to clean up the town," but he's really again. This I think I've seen this he's a hundred times but no, but he's hiring the miscreants to cause trouble. So it can look like he stopped. Oh them yeah. Right, to right, get right. Elected for mayor. But really he is one. I mean, it's just, it's, it's stupid. And, um, you know, it's, it's real bad slapstick, like it, stupid comedy along the way. And then, and then it's just like, who is this movie for? Right. Okay. If it was a kid's movie, then I think they should have leaned into the kid's movie stuff. If it's an adult movie, I think an edgy, like more of a rated R like superheroes, but a more adult, themed would have been good like this movie just floats around in this space where i you can't could imagine even get away with like an adult pg-13 comedy okay fine but who but i don't think adults that have a, i mean that i don't know how to say this i think for general audiences are still that like comedies you're gonna think this is very stupid and i think it doesn't have anything for kids and it's not kitty enough so like i don't know who enjoys this movie you know netflix I guess.
0: I mean, just because I guess it's free and you have Netflix, you're
1: watching it. But that's yeah. I, mean, I think Melissa I,
0: McCarthy has a fan base, and yeah, and I, I think so too. If you like Melissa McCarthy, if you've liked Melissa McCarthy's lesser movies, mm-hmm. then this is probably fine for you. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I would like agree it's with it's that. You'll, you know, if if you, you know, like if if you liked uh, Tammy or the the boss, the boss, or you know, what whatever the one where she goes to college, um, oh oh boy, that's yeah. that one that we t- that we reviewed that life of, did life, review of that life, life of the party, life of the party. party. Yeah. If you like that, you know, then like then, I, honestly, this is better than those. I think I I yeah I don't know may, man. maybe like, but, it is maybe
1: by default, but the thing is, there's just not a lot of enjoyment.
0: No, like I'm not like lobbying for it, but I no. mean of the, of the lesser Melissa McCarthy vehicles. I think this is this is better than 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 those movies. I think not again. That's fair. That's we're fair. We're grading on a very small curve, <laughs> the Zack Snyder Justice League curve. Yeah, but like, but if you like those, if you like those lesser entries, then then this is probably pretty yeah. good uh, for you. Like, this is not pretty good, but if you like that stuff, this is probably pretty good. You.
1: There's just so many better comedies out there. This is the lowest common denominator with terrible writing, yeah, on un- mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uncre- like uncreative, uncreative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's, just, there's if you watch a lot of comedies, there is yeah. nothing here that really that should.
2: Here's the here's the thing that they're going to run into is this pandemic is starting to we're starting to move in a certain way. We're I'm not saying it's out over, the other it's, end of it. Like, we, the light is at the end of the tunnel here. Yeah, and this kind of like you could you i guarantee you could have gotten away with this movie this is the only time right now like in this in this last 13 months this is the only time you could have gotten away with this
1: movie and it doesn't get completely destroyed at the box office i think you only i i agree i would never release this in theaters this is the type of movie that has to be streaming because you go oh yeah. i didn't pay anything for it i think if right.
0: you release this movie if 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 you put this movie in theaters on the right weekend it does okay.
1: You think so? We do. I think it would do okay as the only movie out, right? Like you'd have to thread the needle, oh, okay. right? Like it, yeah. it would have yeah. to be
0: like like late February or like before the, you know the the summer's ramping up, or if it came out in like mid September, like it, you know, like I th- I think that this could do okay in a weekend where there's not a lot of competition. But um, you're probably right. But but it would never win a battle. I think if if you you pay, if
1: you pay, but if you pay to see this movie, I think aside from the fans that like everything she does, like general audiences, you pay for this movie, you're disappointed. It's not good enough to justify, Hey, we spent $10 on tickets and $15 on concessions. Like this is not a 25, $30 per person movie where you're like, I had it. What a great movie. It's, it's, (laughs) this is a stinker.
2: Yeah. yeah, and it, you can't. Uh, we're, like I said, we're going to get to a point in about six or seven months, hopefully, where you can't put out garbage and think that it's going to make it like in a theater. Yeah, but I, tr- I think we've I think we've gotten to a point with theaters coming out of this pandemic. I think when theaters go f- back to being whatever they're going to be post pandemic, you cannot put this movie in theaters because people are not going to spend money to go see this. well when they've been
1: cooped up and they finally want to go see something and spend their money yeah this would be a huge disappointment because i think it would have been normally a disappointment for most audiences but i think the sweet spot streaming for movies like this this has to be a movie where you're already paying for the service you know and i'm saying for the majority of people like if you watch this for free at home and there's nothing else and oh, let's watch the new movie and you can turn it off or you can take breaks or whatever this is the sweet spot where you know just drop that bad boy
0: on a streaming (laughs) and it's you know no one will remember this in a week Here's a an odd defense of this movie in terms of Uh-oh. of its quality, like mute him. If you look at this through the prism of, as Kevin is saying, like put it on a streaming platform. If you look at this through the prism of, this is the modern day equivalent of a made for TV movie. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like sure, that's that's a pretty good made for TV movie. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't disagree. Like, with that. I, I think mean, that's I remember like we've watched some made for TV movies. <laughs> we, we have. When <laughs> we were doing our uh, misbegotten sequels. Like, like, remember whatever happened to Rosemary's baby? Like, oh, yeah. That was yeah. not only was that a made for TV movie, that was like a prestige made for TV movie. Right. Like they sure they were making a sequel to a huge huge feature film they got the you know they got one of the cast members one of the cast members (laughs) to come back which but but then it was who who was it patty duke like she's
2: patty duke was the
1: mom
0: yeah yeah. like that's no slouch she's a name she's an oscar-winning actress right like she's like she's the real deal like they weren't just like phoning it in although it's hard to believe they weren't when you watch it but like (laughs) there was effort real honest to god effort put i thought their budgets
1: were just zero yeah you know
0: i don't it, think they had the budget and it's it, they did not have a budget but i don't know that what's wrong with that movie was financially driven <laughs> Well, because, <laughs> but, but, but
1: I, i'd argue a little bit because remember the set design for the opening scene with the credits yeah. Like, they didn't spend any money on the set. Like, they went from... We, we saw the awesome, you know, really nice New York apartments or whatnot Yeah, and the way that it ends and everything. And then they opened the movie and remember all the props looked like something that were in, like, a, a middle school
0: play production. Right. Yeah, and, no, I mean... And but, so, like, but I, I, but I, but but also the, the budget would have dressed. But the story was also awful. Like right, like, you know, like oh, they no, don't no doubt. Yeah. But
1: I don't think they had a budget to you know, if they could have dressed it up a little, we wouldn't have I mean, I we I, I laughed out loud. I think Joe did too. He said yeah. when that opening happened because I saw yeah. the chair or whatever it was. I'm they're like, like in a folding like, hey,
2: hey, chair man. and someone to <laughs> Yeah, it it's front. So bad. Hey, does your mom have like five folding chairs we could borrow real quick?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. We're <laughs>
0: shooting a TV movie. <laughs> it yeah. was awful.
1: But so I mean, it's just predictable. You could predict exactly how this movie goes down. So yeah, they team yeah. up, Bobby kind of valley loses the mayoral race and then he ends up okay well now i'm just going to destroy everything because i am a miscreant and he teams up with uh pom Clementov, who is like a uh, laser is her name and she shoots laser and gazer and all kinds yeah, of yeah and then uh, jason zers. bateman is crab man he is <laughs> 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 okay that part again i didn't laugh but i'm like it was silly because he was doing it's his ridiculous. thing with i was bitten on the testicles by a radioactive <laughs> crab like that's a funny joke
0: um he and him trying to drink in the martini glass with the i enjoyed hand. that it's little like, scene the dinner like you have <laughs> when they're on i did like bait, r- i thought it was the fun. line where he goes you have very weak glasses
1: that
2: that got a crack out of me. It's like, yeah. like that's ridiculous.
1: So they, he ends up turning. He was working for Bobby Canavali, but then he, um, he ends up like they like each other, and so he, he kind of goes over to that side, and then. I don't know. They fight showdowns and when dinner
0: when she's trying to seduce him and she starts rubbing butter on his claw. That was a <laughs> like, I sorry. Or, when, that was or when she's got she's got Old Bay seasoning. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I don't
1: know. Uh, I, I mean, I think I'm
0: just I Look, Kevin, to you're totally movie. right. Yeah, like you I'm not totally right. All, I am not like, seen, you know, that's yeah. that scene was funny. Like that's
2: like I said, I've never fallen asleep as many times watching a and I will say, thank God it's not two hours.
1: Yeah, I'm it felt like that. it was 2 hours. D- I it don't least. disagree
2: with I did I
1: paused it at one point. And I was like 45. That's what minutes. I said. Mother I f-. I paused it after like she got out of the lab they're training because they're like day 2, day 3, day <laughs> yeah. 4 of training and you see how Melissa McCarthy goes from being terrible to working on her strength or whatever. Okay, but like the other lazy part of the script is so the conflict in the movie starts nothing bad would have happened if she didn't throw that bus. He created this artificial conflict out of nowhere like they, oh, you mean the thing that they telegraphed earlier in the movie, right? But they were thwarted they they couldn't get the bad guys or whatever, and so she's like, "I will stop them." And then she throws a bus, and she's genuinely trying to stop them. And then they like that was their like breakup moment that happens in in comedies, you know, sure. where uh, why you, you could have hurt people, and then they like you know sad music, they part ways or whatever, <laughs> and it's like, okay, that was the laziest way to write conflict like she could have just not thrown the bus and also like octavia spencer could have not been totally mad because she was trying to help it was just a stupid way to you know yeah it's a dumb movie yeah, it's, it's a dumb yeah. garbage movie and just lazy <laughs> there you go. Just, it's just yes. lazy.
0: and yeah. again it's none of that sort of stuff would have mattered had it been
2: fun if it had it been good and funny if there were laughs in between
0: yeah yeah then you'd be yeah, like you can, yeah, it's, it's, it's
2: crazy what you can forgive yeah when you're just like yeah man that was a funny movie it was not good but like the change-up it's not a good movie there are a but lot it's funny there are a lot of
1: dumb movies that are funny i mean yeah i, I mean one, and you just forgive it you just let it go but like i like your highness i think that movie's hilarious and oh, it's man. a it's a I dumb movie like but movie. <laughs> but i just think it's funny and sometimes things way. just hit
0: you like you yeah. know you're just in the right mood for them, and you know like i i liked year one right like right that's, yeah that's right, the, right, right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was something <laughs> That movie just hit me right I want to
1: return to that I saw that I think in theaters With you at a screening Or something Yeah I, I that was a long time ago, but I haven't watched it since. I remember I did not like it in the theater when I saw it, but I kind of want to circle
0: back to it to see if it like fits my taste. In, and honestly, know, like, I haven't watched it since either. So like I maybe <laughs> I probably I, don't want to honestly. <laughs> maybe I rewatched, like, just... would change my mind. But like at the time, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I like this. I like what this is doing. Like this is like yeah. Yeah, That's it works for me. But... Wasn't
1: that uh, wasn't that one of Ramus's last movies? I think that was Harold. I think it is his last, last movie. directorial was that? effort. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Which is a shame, but like you know, another movie that people hate, which is really weird because I I'm not a Seth MacFarlane fan, but I I liked A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh I enjoyed God, that movie as well. I, I, I did not. I but isn't the, that like
1: like road movies or something? Wasn't he kind of parodying like Bob Hope, or Bob Hope movies or something? Yeah, that? a little bit. And I, yeah. I love
0: the conceit of uh of of just like using this modern day prism and looking back at that, where he's just like. You know, like this is ridiculous. Yes, this <laughs> modern sensibility of like, oh my god, this is all offensive. <laughs> yeah, like I just uh, that that cracked me up. I thought it yeah. was a funny movie. They
2: should have never shown the doc thing in the trailer. They shouldn't have. Yeah, that would have been one of that would have been one of the best like cameos ever. Totally, don't watch they
0: trailers yeah
2: yeah i just had this conversation he's like oh just because you're a critic i was like no because they tell you everything
1: i don't need to see all that and that's that's the problem with and i know we're all going to sound like old men with this but um there's so much stuff out there now that the only way they can get attention is to give away the things that should be shocking and they can't take the
0: risk right like there's too much money involved and they they Mm got to do everything they can to lure you in and so they you know they had a great moment like that and they didn't they didn't want to potentially waste it you know i, yeah, I right, get it from right a business it's a shame it's
1: like but. uh we just ran into this with godzilla vs kong uh they oh they showed everything they, in that they, trailer they in yeah in the trailer they showed the reveal was supposed to be mechagodzilla was in the movie but then they made toys and funko pops and they put it in the trailer and it's like that would have been an awesome reveal especially for the fans that are like is mechagodzilla gonna be in this you know right that that would have been a classic like oh my god moment in the theater but everyone went into it going oh they're gonna fight mechagodzilla so, yeah. Just yeah, the day we live in, which is a shame.
0: Too much on on the line, you know, they can't yeah. afford it. And so. I get it
1: too. It's just a shame they have to because it's yeah. I mean, that's why I try to steer clear from those trailers cuz it's cool when you get to watch a movie and for the first time or, or, or show even and you're just like, get that
0: reveal, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, I think that this movie sucks. Don't do it. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I guess what are we going to do? Our next week we're going to talk about Nobody.
1: Who? Nobody? Why that'd be boring.
0: <laughs> Would it be worse <laughs> than this?
1: <laughs> well, that touche. No, I, I've seen nobody and uh that's the new movie starring Bob Odenkirk. Oh, it's- I didn't get a link. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell
1: you, but um, it's it's uh, it's from the creator of John Wick, so the guy that actually wrote and, and created the world that we all love from John Wick, um, and he had credits on the first three movies. He, unfortunately, and they... T- so you're saying there's a chance that this character and John Wick can cross paths? I mean, this is a new world he's created. I don't think... I mean, not to spoil anything, I don't think it does, but like, it's not... It's not they would be putting it all over the posters if it were like in the John Wick universe. But what's cool is that he took the same kind of like idea. The approach to it is like there's he's created a new world that this guy lives in. And and so I'll tell you what Bob Odenkirk's never done anything like this before. And he's I was going to say he is not an action guy. No. And but I mean, you know, it's it. He pulls it off. I love Bob Odenkirk, though. He's, He's so good. If you like. If you like Better Call Saul, he brings a lot of those comedic sensibilities to where it's not—it's not slapstick, right? It's that understated. Bob Odenkirk is very funny, but it's—you Do you know—he was one. He was the like
2: top three choices for Michael. Scott. Yeah, he
0: got real deep into.
2: I think the, I saw he was the real close.
1: Yeah, yeah, seen the the little behind the scenes thing. That would have been a very different show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think it could yeah. have
0: still been good. It's one of those times where oh, it's like yeah. it's hard to imagine someone mm-hmm. besides Steve Carell, but like, but I'm like, I could totally see. Bob Odenkirk making that difference. It's crazy weren't.
2: to think that there was a chance that we could have gotten Bob Odenkirk
0: as Michael,
2: Catherine Hahn as Pam, uh Seth Rogen as Dwight, yeah. and Adam Scott as Jim. Yeah, I yeah, mean and everybody like those in Hollywood <laughs> was
0: reading for that. It
2: was like the big show. Yeah. And that would have been so was,
1: weird. Who um, was who was the other guy? Isn't the guy that you like with the big Brian Posehn, wasn't he? Didn't he audition for Wonder Uh World?
2: he did possibly, but then
1: also the guy from um. What's the oh what was the big the sh- guy with the glasses and the long hair? Who's that guy? He was he auditioned yes, for Dwight. He,
2: yes, yes. Uh, but then also, yeah. who's the on? What's the show on ABC with uh, the Wonderful World the, of Disney? No, no. Oh. It's the it's the it's like that big comedy ABC Nine the, News. The, <laughs> that's also a very, at this point it's become a comedy. Uh, no, like their their big comedic show. I don't with watch Ed, network with television. Ed, uh, the Modern uh, Family. Yes.
0: Oh, um, Phil Dunphy. The guy who plays Phil Dunphy. Yeah. No,
2: no, no. The the guy. So there's the, the gay brother and his husband, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Cam and Mitch. The guy who's the husband. Well, they're both w- husbands. Went out for, oh, I guess that's true. Mitch and Cameron. <laughs> the bigger guy. The bigger guy. Okay. Uh, was went out to be Kevin. That's Cameron. Yeah. 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 He he auditioned to be Cam to be Kevin I Truss, see that. which was yeah. It was yeah, but it's very weird to see those auditions. It's like wow, that would have been a very to totally. past yeah.
0: guest Bill read for that show. Did he really? Yeah, like there they. One time they tweeted the call sheet of like everybody who was there to audition that day because it was like like years later because there were so many people who went on to be huge names like we were talking yeah. about and like in between all that like he was one of the names that that's like, fun. you know in between you know like Rain whatever where <laughs> Rain Wilson and Rain Wilson like you know Adam Scott and Seth Rogen was like Bill Cott right in the middle. Yeah. That's been such a weird show. So well, we have so but talking about nobody, we have uh we have codes to give away. I start meant to talk about this at the top of the show, but we will reward people who make it to the end, and boy are we rewarding you this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh we have uh so hang on, let me read the official the official blurb. I'll just show you how much we're whoring out. Here's the official blurb. Critics are calling Nobody a high-octane, fist-pumping thrill ride. Bob Odenkirk is so good it hurts. Universal Pictures presents the most badass film of the year. Bob Odenkirk is Nobody. Rated R in theaters now, on demand, April 16th. So just in time for the
1: on-demand release, uh, we've got a few Fandango codes to give away. And so, like our last contest, if you share the show, you're going to be entered into win one.
0: So uh, that's what you should do. You should share an episode this week. And uh, we'll keep an eye on it and draw some winners and you'll get uh, you'll get a free movie and then you'll be able to listen to next week's episode because you will have uh, already seen the movie on spoiler free. How about that? So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers, while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Coming up next week, the aforementioned Nobody. Until then, the Crips and the Bloods team up to protect Jeff. Get ready for spoilers. Don't say it's right, cause we already warned ya.